Ron Days was born and raised on St. Helena Island, South Carolina. He met his wife Natalie when she moved to the Low Country from New York. The husband and wife created a sing-along series for children set on the sea islands of South Carolina. This very special place was called Gullah Gullah Island. Come and let's play together in the bright sunny weather. Let's all go to Gullah Gullah. During the show, Ron and Natalie turned everyday activities into teachable moments through storytelling, songs, and game playing. So let's talk with Ron, who played Ron Alston, and Natalie, who played his wife, Natalie Alston, about the fictional place based on Gullah Geechee people and culture. The network did not know that it would be, it would have become as popular as it did. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody expected. Nobody expected I it. They, I think it was okay. We have done this, and now we can move on. But then it went. Um, at that time, it went four years in production, and until that time, uh, the Nick Jr. shows had gone a total of three. You know, in terms of its success, I remember one day the executive director of Nickelodeon, the CEO at the time, was Jerry Labor. She said something like, do you know how many million people watch this every day? And I was like, stop. Wow. Did you have to pinch yourself with that revelation? Were you just like, how did we do this? Wow, pinch myself. I don't know, because we didn't even realize what had happened. Right. We went and we shot the first season and then we came home. And then people started like recognizing us, and we were confused. <laughs> and it took a while. And to be honest, Carolyn, I didn't even watch it until close to the fourth season. You were uncomfortable watching yourself. I was. Oh my. Goodness, oh my I goodness. <laughs> you know, we did theater. Theater's a whole different thing. So it was. It was an adjustment. Let's talk about how all of that started. I was working for the town of Hilton Head Island, actually doing up. I was the recording secretary for their planning commission, and uh, I quit to go on the road. We went on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Storytellers and cultural performers uh, full-time since 1987. Wow. And so what did you envision this would become? I mean, were you thinking this is what you would do for the rest of your lives? You would take it to... A, another level, what what were your plans? I had been doing community uh, performances, doing readings, dramatizations. He was the wedding singer. <laughs> <laughs> when Natalie said around that time, well, wouldn't it be great um, if we could be like um, Ruby Dee and Ozzy Davis? And so with the next opportunity, I presented, okay, here is a... Uh, uh, a skip. This is what we can do, and that's that's how we began with um, Sea Island Montage. It was this wonderful um, performance. We also did presentations for schools and community organizations, and we grew and developed over time. But there was always a sense, to me at least, this is what we're doing. It's going to lead to something. I'm not sure what it's going to lead to, but it's going to lead to something. And how did we get to Gullah Gullah Island? How did that come about? That was, um, I call that grace. We had been traveling, you know, 
doing performances. At that time, um, we had a baby. We, she was a wonderful road baby, Sarah McKeeva, which she's grown now. Then I was pregnant again. And we began to talk like, you know what, man? It's one thing to have two babies on, one baby on the road. Or even so, as Natalie was expecting our second child, Simeon. While pregnant, and we began to look for something else, knowing there was something else. Um, not knowing what it was. And so we went to like some folk we, we respected and said, what do you think is next for us? And they said things like, well, you know, you guys have been playing around long enough. It's time for you to get serious, get some jobs and some benefits, and just try to be grown-ups now. We were like, that doesn't feel like that's what's next. <laughs> so we were having a dinner with a friend. The friend was the novelist, Gloria Naylor, who had a house out on St. Helena. And one of her books, Mama Day, was being optioned for a movie. And so she had her friend who was going to produce that movie. Her name was Maria Perez. And um, we just started talking about children's TV because we have a little kid. And we're talking about how there's nothing that we want her to watch. There's, there's nobody like her on TV. I mean, the only, or only character of color was like the Smurfs. And they're, they're blue. And they're blue. <laughs> and Maria said, well, you know, Nickelodeon is trying to diversify. And they had already, she and her partner, um, Kathy Mitten, had already pitched several shows. None of them picked up. And Gloria said, well, you know, these two, they're great. They do all this wonderful stuff. And Maria said, wow, I've always wanted to do a show about an island. And she was from Puerto Rico. Maybe I can do a show about you. The, the production company, the network, was very open to being respectful and, 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 and to incorporating the culture into the show. Not just letting it just be the backdrop, but um, making it like, just sort of like saturating it so that it wasn't like, this is now the Gullah culture park. Mm -hmm. It was that this is this Gullah family. And so the language comes in naturally. Some of the foods that we might eat or talk about were just sort of naturally there. So yes, they, people did learn about it. They picked up bits of the language. They, we tried very hard to um, have the culture sort of be nat a natural part of the community dynamic on the show. I mean, also, like I said, we did reference also because our executive producer was from Puerto Rico. We had, um, we also had elements of, of um, Latinx culture also in this magical island. So while we certainly had a very big influence on the shape and the look of the show, I'm just very careful to say it was created by Perez Mitten Productions. Um, but really, particularly the first couple of seasons, you'll see Buford, you'll see Charleston in one show, you'll see our neighbors, you'll see our friends. You'll, you'll see our, our vehicle. We had a lot to do with, with how it started, and also with some very important things, like um, how that, that it be culturally respectful. Right. And so we certainly kind of guided and directed that. I remember at one point when we were talking about how the children on the show would address us. And they said, um, well, it's Ron and Natalie. And we said, oh, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> Children don't call adults by their first names. They put a handle on it. And they were very resistant initially. And we were like, no, we're putting our, we have to dig our feet in here. Because in our community, in our culture, you have a handle as a sign of respect. And what we didn't want to do was have one of the, sh have a show where the adults don't have the role that the adults should have. Also, one of the, the early developmental ideas for this show was of a uh, character, uh, a family pet known as um, Hodag, Hodag uh, who was half hog and half dog. Um, the executive
executive producers said this was a Gullah um, history, heritage. This was of African-American heritage. And we said, no, we've never heard of mm -hmm. that uh, character. And uh, also, we're, a, an, we're an African-American family starring in it. We didn't want any references to hogs or dogs, um, so or hoes and dogs. And mm -hmm. we, so they, uh, they equivocated. And the character came about of Binya Binya Pollywog. They asked um, after uh, this had been conceptualized, they asked, as they did for new, on numerous other times, for our input um, of a name. And we gave several names. And one of them was Binya. They liked the name Binya. And Binya Binya Pollywog um, is a... Uh, is a species that has been on Gullah Gullah Island for a very, very long time, as Binyas are. <laughs> so it, and they, they doubled it because they're working with preschoolers. So the alliteration, Binya, Binya, Pollywog. And also the, the um, yellow and orange fog had its origin, the actual one and in Puerto Rico, and our executive producer was from Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to make that reference to her home island. Children, they knew they were enjoying a, a television show and, and learning lots of good things, particularly family values. Um, did they learn a lot about the culture? And did adults who were, you know, perhaps making dinner, cleaning up the house as they were listening to the show, did they learn about our culture? All these years later, yes, they learned. Not just, first, a lot of folks had never heard the word before. For those who had heard it, there was this negative um, connotation to it and with come to Gullah Gullah Island there was oh even if we don't know about it we should learn more about it and it's a it's a wonderful place to go <laughs> people still come to uh, Myrtle Beach and Charleston and other communities St. Helena Island wanting to know they want to go to Gullah Gullah Island, Island. Not, not realizing that that was a place in the hearts and minds of those who believe in it. So there's a real Gullah Geechee culture. <laughs> and so it was really just this wonderful experience of, of presenting sort of like the African diaspora as viewed through a Gullah lens. This has been so enjoyable, but you know, I, I know that people are also curious about where are they now? What are you doing now on a daily basis? And um, you know, how do you spend your days? I, um, I'm still telling stories and I, I did that up until the pandemic. I still been traveling and tell stories. I love the stage. So um, if, if in terms of anything I feel I have mastery over, it's certainly that I am in, in storytelling. I, I developed a whole new kind of art practice with boards and 3D work. Um, and then I paint. I paint and I'm in the studio every day. That's well, wonderful. Brooklyn has been um, curating exhibits. Um, uh, Brooklyn, as of three years ago, has a permanent outdoor exhibit that I um, curated called the Gullah Geechee Gatton. Um, Gatton, as the way it would be pronounced uh -huh. <laughs> correctly. I began uh, uh, a composition, a short story. Um, it's uh, 
cultural it's cultural allegory. I finished that and I delved into another one immediately, all about gullah culture. Um, and then I crafted, I composed a play. One last thing, can you mm -hmm. sing a little bit of the song for me? There you no. go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Come and let's play together in the bright sunny weather. Let's all go to Gullah Gullah Island. Well, Ron and Natalie Days of Gullah Gullah Island, we are so glad you invited people to Gullah Gullah Island through your stories and songs and through all the lessons that you taught us on TV. Um, we are so grateful for all that you've done and I am just tickled pink at this conversation today. Thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing a little bit of your life and a little bit of what's happening in your future. Thank you again. That's it for this episode of Let's Talk. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Carolyn Murray. Let's Talk is produced by David Dixon. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe, write a review, and tell your friends about it. Thanks again for listening. Goodbye until the next time.